Yes, yes. It's the celebrity guru is King Maserati Santana. We back with another uncensored episode. And I got another special guest in the hot seat. Y'all know how we do it when we keep it uncensored, right? So listen, man, this uh this person that I got in the seat, man, that's sitting across from me right now is a photographer, also an artist. I think this man wear many hats, man. But we don't know until we find out tonight right here on Uncensored. You know what I'm saying? On the rise Uncensored. You know what I mean? That's another bomb right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so who we got in the building? I got my man Stranger the Great in the building. Y'all show some love for him. Stranger, what up, though? What's good, my man? How you feeling? Feeling real good. Feeling real good. Absolutely, man. Um, welcome to On the Rise Uncensored, man, where everything goes down uncensored way. Um, glad to have you in the building. Um, actually, you know, we've been met and we've been talked about, you know, probably having you on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we, no and we finally got you on the show tonight. Um, I would say this right here, though. Are you originally from Fayetteville? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not a, I'm not a Fayetteville native, but I... I've been here since uh, two. I've been living here since two thousand seven. Okay, but um, I'm from. I'm originally from Blading. I grew up in Blading County. I'm originally from Harlem. Okay, shout yeah. out to Harlem. Harlem yeah. in the building. But Blading County, though, like, what is that to do out there in Blading County? Oh, that's man, off eighty seven, right? Country, yo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it ain't nothing out there but fields. You know what I'm saying? Just that's good country living out there. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it is, man. We got my man Stranger the Great in the building. With us tonight, man. Listen, we're gonna be right back when we get back, man. I'm telling you, we're gonna get into all the nitty gritty and all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I need y'all to listen to the smooth sounds of my man Tupac. You know what it is. Let's get to that. Hey, Nate, you know you got the vocals on this motherfucker. You finna talk about these scandals? I can talk about scandals. Oh, I know you can. I know you. That's why we're gonna do it. Dad's on the beat. Hey, Dad, nigga, stop fucking around with the piano. Nigga, just drop that shit like uh, this here. I met you through my homie, now you act like you don't know me So disappointed, cause baby, that shit was so phony It's not phony, you see no love before my closest homies Would've paid you no mind, but baby, you was all upon me Watch you perceive with precision, you had to save a hoes And why ain't mad at you, baby, go ahead and play them fools They chose not to listen, so now he's stuck inside his house And can't leave without his bitch permission Permission's to be a player, my alias is balls Drop a drop on these jealous niggas, player, let me floss Y'all don't wanna see me in pain, I leave that ass like Tony Braxton never Again. I never liked to backstab an ass trick Used to watch the money rapping, who you back and be it Ready to bust in the city, you don't know who to trust The bitch is the damn son, where'd you find this? In this ghetto game, trying to do my thing, won't be no bullshit, no ass kissing. This bitch, I had you waking up with all your cash missing. I'm asking as if I'm qualified to analyze. You're looking at a bitch that specializes in telling lies. She got a body, make a motherfucker fantasize. Her face ain't never shed a tear through them scandals' eyes. Plus, it's the pressure of poverty. Plus, I knew she was a freak, bitch, so why should it bother me? I'll probably be strong. Addicted to the heat of her tongue, although I don't know where I'm going. She's making me come. I've been trained as a boss player. So what you saying, let me show you got some more Cause we can toss later Before I let her get me, I got her Went in the first, she took the hundred dollars Nigga, I'm so scared She's so scandalous She's so scandalous She's so scandalous 
blaming on getting riches and spitting that tricks. Cause I'm addicted to free bitches. Currency motivate, not easy to terminate. Now that we made, my niggas can never be faded. This is my prophecy, I gotta be paid. All you cowards that try to stop me is begging for early grades. I thought we was cool, I was a fool thinking you could be true. When I don't fuck with your punk group. These are the tales for my niggas doing time in the cell. I went from hell to living well. Busting the niggas who set my name in vain. I got no talk for the tricks, I'm heavy in the game. I wanna be a baller, please. But the bitches in the liquor keep on calling me. I'm floating free on the highway, formulating plans. Can't wait till I see LA. Yes, sir. We're back on the rising sensor, man. I got my man Stranger the Great in the building with me. Stranger, man, what up, though, man? What's For good, real, man. What's good? You on the platform finally? Yeah, man. Sound good too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, man. So, how long have you? You said you've been in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived here. I moved here in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, I started actually coming up here to do music and shit in 2000. So you know, I was 19 when I came up here. You know, what I'm saying hit the first uh first spot I I performed at. Was uh, the Odyssey 2000 Which yeah. was a clock You know Clock boys They had that spot It was off of uh, Skybo Was that the big club? No, nah, that was a small joint Okay yeah, That was before the joint You talking about was uh, With the grocery store? Uh, Carolina Live I think that was yeah. the grocery store Yeah That was Big Cass was talking about Shout out to Big Cass man That's the guy Like okay So Cass was the first Fairville uh, Individual to put me on a mixtape here mm. That was like 2002 yeah, yeah, and you know, Cass was you know he was uh, he was fucking with DJ Chuck T. Yeah, Cass had the, he had the store too, right? I don't remember, but I believe so. Cass was Cass was bigger than life here at one point, yo. Yeah, for real, absolutely. Yeah. So like, what like what's what started you on the music scene? Um, to be honest, uh, I'm kind of like I grew up in it because uh, my dad my dad was a pivotal person um in hip hop so. Um, my father, you know what I'm saying, he was a, a Harlem, a Harlem guy. Mm-hmm. And uh he had his he had his nightclub, it was like a uh, after hour spot called the Straight Back Club. And in that club, you know, it was a couple of youth there that, you know what I'm saying, they was just running wild or whatever, but he had DJ equipment. So uh DJ Hollywood, Lovebug, Starsky used to hang out at the club and um, uh, you know what I'm saying, he'd let them use the turntables and so they learned how to DJ at, at my dad's club come to find out you know they were like two of the earliest hip-hop pioneers so i was like i was a little kid and i was in the club you know what i'm saying my mom used to have me in the club late night i was there with them so they used to hold me up pick me up and let me mess with the dj equipment and all that so it was like fresh in me like it never left you know so when we left new york it was already there plus on my on my dad's side my dad and uh jam master jay's mother first cousins wow 
So <laughs> you, like, it. you know what I'm saying? Like so from a little kid, I always saw hip hop. I mean, we talking about like 85, 86, 86. Like, you know, so I, I remember yeah. being five. And this is this is a true story. I remember being five at Jam, Mas- Jam Master Jane, um mother house where Jam Master J came down. Because my older brother used to, he was him and Jay was pretty close. So, like, I remember seeing shit like that. I remember um, Curtis Blow coming through the block because he's a Harlem guy, too. Curtis Blow, Curtis Blow, bro. like, on some real shit. I could call Curtis. He might not pick up the phone right now, <laughs> but I could call him. Like, yeah. yo, he's supposed to be my godfather. I could call him. And I, I remember him. This is, like, 87, I believe. I remember him coming through, like, in a BMW, mm-hmm. seeing me on the block pulling over. Like, what you doing out here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They used to always keep me in check because of my father. Like, everybody used to keep me in check. But So when we left New York... You know, my mom left my, my my mom left my father. Long story, whatever. None of that shit went anywhere. I stuck to it. It's like I was a kid in the country, and I had all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was almost like I was destined to to do something in hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah, something. Yeah. What's like? Because you know, we still celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. Who would you say some of the pioneers coming out of the 50 years? What you mean? Say some? Like just name some? Yeah. Well, I just named a few, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to them for certain. Um, some of my favorite pioneers So, like, if, if I mean, I was just listening to it. It was a, uh, it was a verse when I came up, when I was riding up here. It was a Kumo D joint. Oh, yeah. Okay. And a lot of people, like, sleep on how dope Kumo D was at that time because it's some stuff that Mo D was doing that was way, I'm talking about maybe 15 years ahead of its time. But, like, Def Jam... We at the time, you know what I'm saying, rush management and all that. Mm-hmm. They were trying to stifle what he was doing. He was rapping, he was rapping like the Migos. They couldn't understand it. No. He was rapping like the Migos in the early 80s. Like they was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like it was times like he'd be on um, I, I know it was this one joint, he was on um uh Soul Train, and they had to tell him to go easy on Run DMC. And that's my do my guys, because you know my cousin <laughs> was in the group, but he, sure. they had to tell him to, to calm what's, it down. Like, what's yo. your cousin name? Jam Master J. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Jason, yeah. Jason, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. they had to tell him to calm down. Like, don't embarrass, don't embarrass these boys on here. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was the guy that's like, that's one of the people that really stand out to me. Mo D was like the first lyrical, super lyrical. And I always, I always gravitated towards the lyrics. Right. So you, you know? feel like, you feel like, even though we celebrating 50 years of hip hop, you feel like hip hop was ahead of its time with, with, with only certain artists, though. Certain ones, like like Rakim, for instance. Like, when Rakim popped on the scene, he was way ahead of his time. You know, yeah, everybody else was fact. all simple-minded. Like, the, the rhyme schemes hadn't got, hadn't uh, developed to a point where it was intricate yet. But, he, he you know what I'm saying? He, he say, I've seen interviews where he say he patterned himself off the saxophone. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? The way he rhymed, he rhymed like the... The, the the melodies of a saxophone that's crazy yeah would you say slick rick definitely the storytelling you know what i'm saying and if you if you look at hip hop say the aliens came down it was like a a time capsule of hip hop early 80s hip hop you would look at slick rick as the guy for the change, you know what I'm saying? The Wallabies. i the, mean slick rick been rich forever bro it like, seemed like it though <laughs> yeah, yeah for yeah. real how long have you been seeing Slick Rick with all the jewels and all of that? Like from the, from the beginning, that's like, what you I'm know saying. That. And still now, like he let other. Matter of fact, on social media on Instagram, I seen where uh, him and Rakim had took a picture together, mm. and Rakim had all his jewelry on. He let everybody like that's and that's a blessing. Rick come through and let you put his shit on. You know what I'm saying? For real, is that a, like a? Is that like, like a, a trade? badge of honor? Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. He only like do it for the people he respect, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I kind of wanted to see him have, you know, Andre 3000 with his jury on. He, it seemed like it seemed like three stacks is like completely removed. Like he's reclusive. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's probably because he wanna he be. be w- walking around in random cities playing a flute type shit. People like But he was always <laughs> do you think he was always weird though? He might we we see well we didn't see it on the first on the on the first album. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see it on the, the Cadillac music junk. We didn't see it. We didn't see it to the second album. We didn't see it to Eric Badu it scenes. Rosa Parks. Yeah, like the second album. The second album was like, oh, this, this nigga different. But the first album, he was like, they was cool pimp type dudes. But yeah. the second album was like, oh, something different. Yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, I, I mean, I know everybody got their own different type of character. Yeah. And, and you know, and uh, demographics as well. You know, you got to think about Andre Three Stacks, man. Like, I think he was going through a lot with Erica Badu. Hey. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I mean, yeah. this is uncensored, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Really going through it with Erica Badu, you know what I'm saying? Erica Badu, she had multiple relationships with you know Common, D'Angelo, mm-hmm, yeah. you know. And you got to think about it. I, you know, um, three uh, three stacks and, and Erica Badu, they had a child together, mm-hmm. and that was his that was his you know first baby mom. You know, yeah. at, at least uh, well, we don't know if that's a fact. You know, what I'm saying we got to do a fact check, but I, I'm, I'm just saying like towards the industry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Towards the industry, you know what I'm saying? You knew that. That's the Erica only relationship Badu. we ever heard him with. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, coming off that, and I don't know if they ever got married or anything like that, but I know that, you know, um, she eventually left him alone mm-hmm. and started dating other guys, you know, that was in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know that kind of, you got Common coming out of, you know, South Side of Chicago, and you got D'Angelo, you know what I'm saying? A musical genius. No doubt. Erica Badu yeah. is a musical genius. Yeah. You know and what I'm don't, saying? And don't don't forget the DLC. That's the, the original <laughs> baby daddy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's right though. Yeah. Wow, that's right. She had multiple relationships. Yeah. Wow. I don't they, they, I think that's that's probably what he was going through. Yeah. You know, kind of got on some I'm not even going to call it weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call it like he was just doing him, you know. She um, probably opened his, opened his mind to different possibilities and and once he got there, he was there. You know, sometimes when somebody has a spiritual awakening, they don't desire to come back. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what it was, you know, being around her and what she was into. It might have been something that he was interested in anyway, but you got to think about who he was around. He was around street guys, you know, southern, you know, drug dealing, pimping. CeeLo, CeeLo Green. Yeah, like everybody, you think about the way they sounded and all that, and then then it's her, you know. He might have been the weird kid at school trying to fit in with everybody else. Yeah. You know. The Dungeon family. Right. But if you think about it, Dungeon Family is pretty eclectic. Well, look at look at Sleepy Brown, look at CeeLo. Like even when when, when um we we recall CeeLo from like Cell Therapy. His his verse on Cell Therapy is one of the dopest verses ever, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep crime out or keep our ass in that type <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. But we know him as that. But think about him from Nas Barkley. When he's well, singing, I think you crazy. Yeah, yes. that's a different guy, yo. <laughs> Listen, I didn't it's even something know something different. Bro, I didn't even know that was CeeLo Green. None of us did. Different person. I think the name kind of fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Norris Barkley, like, <laughs> that kind of, why not CeeLo Green? Yeah. Was, was he trying to add that? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Separate yourself from, from, um, from Goody Mob. Separate yourself from that fan base. But is that the way to do it? It worked. Bro, it worked. He was more successful as CeeLo Green from CeeLo Green because it was just CeeLo. He's more successful as CeeLo Green from Nas Barkley fame and that one song 
than he was from Goody Mob. You know what I'm saying? He almost he was like a pop, like a pop star. See, little bigger than life. What what about the rest of the members of his group? Nowhere near the the, the you know what I'm saying? Where the, they the, at? I be seeing Gip do a lot of interviews. You know, you see a ton of uh, yeah. interviews with Gip. Like people just flock to him in his opinion because he's real yeah. opinionated. I see Gip yeah. a lot. Yeah. You, you know, Gip, Gip. Cujo, my guy. Yeah, Cujo. Yeah, Cujo, my guy. Though, like me, you know, if you, if you go stroll down my page, you'll see Cujo on my Word. page. You know what I'm saying? Also, Cujo was at the um, the Fleet Conference, the Fleet DJ Conference. Cujo he, he, was my favorite member when I was a kid. When I was a teenager, he was my favorite one. Yeah. He seemed like the set it off guy. You you want to know why I fuck with Cujo? I yeah. fuck with Cujo because, you know, Cujo, he even got the fake leg, mm. and he still embraced it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it didn't change who he really is. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just still don't understand why why not see CeeLo Green instead of Nars Barkley. But, see, because... Because at Nars Barkley, it was Danger Mouse and CeeLo. It was a, a, a producer in CeeLo, so they, they formed a group. That was the name of the group. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been just CeeLo Green if you had, if it's two of y'all. It's like Gangstar premiere, and, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 where the name, I don't know how they came up with the weird name. I never even seen where they came up with the name. But that was the reason why they had that name. It was a group name. Yeah. Who else, who, who else did you thought that was coming out of Atlanta? Beside Outkast, the Dungeon Family, that was really making a, you know, in the 90s, though. We, we still talking about 50 years of hip-hop. Shit, we talking about the 90s. Yeah. The only ones that I remember, everybody that I remember from, from, from Atlanta from the 90s, outside of Jermaine Dupree, yeah. was all all Dungeon Family. I don't remember nobody else but Dungeon Family in, in Jermaine Dupree. What about the Brat? That's Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got two families. You got... <laughs> what about Teddy Riley, though? But that's, that's R&B. Yeah. 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 And he... he Teddy Riley's a Harlem guy. He's from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? So. (laughs) You you doing the drip report right there? That's fine right there. But listen, Jermaine Dupree was also. All right, you got to think about it in the 90s. Who was really, far as like producing. Mm. Who was really like running the like running the industry. He had it. You got Jermaine Dupree. You got Teddy Riley. Yeah, he had it. uh, Puffy. Mm -hmm. Suge. Um, those are the major you, producers of that time. Did you ever hear about when Bow Wow went on social media and he was talking about Jermaine Dupree? The brat got mad with Bow Wow, but mm. you know what? Bow Wow was never signed to Jermaine Dupree. Never. He was never. You saying he was never on So So Deaf? Nah. Mm. He was with Columbia. Right. He was never signed to Jermaine, but everybody thought that he was with Jermaine. So, so when he went on there, he was basically he was downplaying Jermaine's uh, hand in his career, or what was it? I I remember the little situation. I, I don't. I think. Don't get me lying. I think Bow Wow wanted to be with So So Def. Yeah, but he. But the deal was, they you know Columbia asked uh, Jermaine to help out with Bow Wow. Because, you know, Snoop had a Snoop. part of that. Snoop had and a part of that, what, too. That's where we know him from, yeah. If yeah. you really follow hip-hop, you remember him being on stage with Snoop. Yeah, Snoop. Yeah. So would you say <laughs> <laughs> So would you say Snoop brought him out? Hell yeah. That's that's the first time we ever seen. He was a little shorty on stage with Snoop rapping and whatever. So, yeah, you know, Snoop brought him out, man. And that's, you know, that, that, that whole family tree right there is ridiculous. That family tree leading from Dre, that's yeah. a serious family tree. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think Bow Wow should have went on social media blasting them out. Nah, like that, not though. at all. Like even with this, let me say this: 
I got two big homies, like I was, I was mentioning before we, we jumped on here, and I'm, I'm going to go use this as a time to shout them out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to GS3 and shout out to Knowledge, you know what I'm saying, uh, Narcissus. Those were my guys, those were two guys from, from my area, you know what I'm saying, they were two of the people that was that was doing things in, in music related. They older than me or whatever, you know. But um, I would, like, it was a part of my, my journey where it's a possibility that I might have did a little more than them, right? Or I might have been doing things that they probably didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I would never take the opportunity, regardless of how I felt about if they never blew me up or nothing like that, I would never go on social media or any platform and talk shit about them. Never. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not the way I was raised, you know? Mm-hmm. I was not raised that way. If I felt some kind of way about what you did, I would maybe maybe behind closed doors we could have a conversation about that, but I'd never blast nobody like that on social media like that. So why do you think Bow Wow did it? You do you be, be, before you speak? Do you think Bow Wow did it because of uh, his career was kind of taking like a... A dip? Yeah. Yeah. It's a possibility, I, I don't understand how when he was doing... He was in 106 and he was doing Mr. 106, Mr. 106 and Park before they canceled the show. You know what? Now that you bring that up, that's what it was. That's what it was about. It wasn't, the, it wasn't about his career. Jermaine Dupree has said something about him... Doing something with Bow Wow and 106 and Park. And Bow went on there and was like, nah, that was all me. Like, hey, you didn't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, I was that's the one. Me, yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Like, you, no disrespect. You did do what you did. But, but nah, still me. that right there was something that, yeah, that he, he and my people set up with the, who uh, I think Deborah Lee or whoever. Yeah, yep. He was like, we did that. You didn't do that. So that's exactly what that was about. Yeah. So in that situation, he might not have been wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, we don't know. But there was, but the whole, the whole like, it was it was about really they was just talking about if he was signed to social death. Mm. The brat was signed to social death, no doubt. Bow Wow was never signed to social death, and and you know what, Snoop, I don't know, I, I can't recall it. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we gotta do a fact check on this, but like Snoop never really said anything. I don't think he really engaged to what Bow Wow was saying when he came at Jermaine Dupree. What Snoop said about Jermaine? I don't know. Oh. I don't think he said anything. Oh, you, you just stayed out of it? Yeah, I think so. You know. Well, hey, he was kind of far removed from that whole situation once once C- Jermaine got. Columbia. Yeah, once they got him, he was removed from the Snoop situation. Why didn't Snoop snatch him up? That's a good question. You know, you're going to have to get Snoop on the platform, bro. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You got to think about it. So, listen, where was Snoop when he brought Bow Wow out? Was he with Death Row? Or was he with No Limit? I would. It might have been like after No Limit. You know what I'm saying? So Snoop was doing his own thing. Okay, so that's a good question because as much history as I know, Mm -hmm. like after the the um the No Limit situation, who did Snoop go with? Do you know what I'm saying? I think I think I think at that point I know I know that Snoop was was with with priority. Who was he with? I don't I don't I don't remember, but I know he was with a, a a major label, right? But I also know that he was branching off to do his own thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about Dog Pound, the East Siders. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no doubt. Dog Pound really left with Snoop as a death row. Shout out to Goldie, though. I used to uh, I used oh, to chop it man. up with Goldie on some real shit. Man. He yeah. one of the first um, West Coast cats that, that on social media that used to chop it up on some real, real down-to-earth shit. Like, I wouldn't expect him to be that way. Shout out to him, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, even, even Trey D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them boys had a reunion. 
see, like, okay, so I'm gonna say this right here with 50 years of hip hop. You get all these groups, like the West Side Connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, we about to get to that. Oh, here it is. <laughs> we get to that. But like, you know, you got the East Siders. Uh, you know, which, 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 what Dog Pound, Corrupt, and all them. You know what I'm saying? But what the East Siders is is Goldie Low, Trey D. Mm-hmm. You know, and Dog Pound was with Corrupt and all of them. And uh, how many groups do you know actually remain? The same after so many years, and then they they can reach up to a reunion. Like I mean, you got to look at New Edition. Mm-hmm. They basically kicked Bobby out the group, brought him back. <laughs> they had to. Yeah, he started the group, <laughs> just like David Ruffin yeah. from The Temptations. They wanted him out. You feel what I'm saying? Because they thought, well, maybe, you know, David is uh, overshadowing us. You know what I'm saying? But like everybody else, you know, besides Eddie and Paul. Everybody else was like really back. Otis was a backup singer. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They was all backup singers besides Paul and Eddie. Then you got uh uh what 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 would I say? This is crazy right here. 50 years of hip hop. This is crazy. Cause I'm mixing because you know what? You can't think about hip hop if you don't mention R and B. Yeah, they they hand in hand. They gotta be. R and B was first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the groups, how many groups is out there that still remaining to do a, a, a reunion? New edition, they came back together. But see, you know what? My man Rise. Mm-hmm. Do you know Rise, bro? Absolutely. I did not know until I interviewed Cass. Mike Bivens. <laughs> man, this is crazy, man. <laughs> I, did, look, I did not know that, that Roe had parts of bringing them back together for Rise, a reunion. Rise has done a lot, yo, no doubt. Yeah, or Michael Bivens. Lot, yeah. I didn't even know Michael Biffins was tapped in like that. Mike out here. To, it might used to be, Rise used to have him out here like that, yo. Him, do it all from, um, you know, Lords of the Underground. You know what I'm saying? You see them boys out here with Rise. Shout out to Rise, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you remember that. When, do you remember that? Was you here in Fayetteville? Yeah. What do you remember about it? With the, um, the, the yeah, uh, with Rise, bring, with, with Rise and Michael Biffins. Okay. So, let me see. I only remember him. I know they they uh, rise and um and E Green had the um the spot big shots. I don't know if you heard of big yep. shots. They had yep. big shots, big shots popping. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying it's more of a, a, a older crowd, but you know you still had a little sprinkling here and there. But um, I don't remember all. I don't remember everything that was going on. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we was we was moving around. We'd always see each other and stuff like that. But I definitely know he used to have Mike down here a lot because he I, he hit me up like I got Mike down, whatever. You know, Michael Bivens, oh, Mike Bivens, yo. And he had um, he, I don't I, I don't know how many of them he had. I know he had. Uh, I definitely know he had one because at the time I had this artist I was producing named Tony Jones, and we uh he had a they had brought a music conference down here. Yeah, and um I know do it do it all was here. I don't know if, if Mike was at that one, but he definitely had something here. With Mike Bivens. This is before I think um, Rise was uh, fooling with the Fleet DJs, I believe. So, I, w- I want to say it was before. So so at this time, New Edition wasn't together at this time? Uh-uh. Now, I don't remember them being together. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't remember them being together. I just know... I, I, um, I know he was doing some production type shit and some other stuff he was doing. But they definitely wasn't together. Yeah. I don't believe... I don't believe they was together at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't say for... You know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. say for certain. Yeah. What, what do you remember about... Well, you know what? Not even. Let me scratch that. What was the impact that Roe put? Because everybody know. Well, I don't know if everybody know, but Roe is from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Came down here to Fayetteville. 
What what can you say you remember about Roe that impacted Fayetteville artists? Okay, so it's a few individuals that I know for a fact. Like so, when you had you had cash on here, I um I was I was uh, doing my deliveries, so it was like a little piece of it. When I heard him mention Rise's name, mm. my shit went off, and then I went up in the spot and made my drops, and I came back in. It was something else going on, so I don't know what he mentioned, but I remember this is uh my first interactions with Rise was he had this spot off three hundred one. He had this um this club spot, and um. Also, I ain't gonna talk about what it was, but I was on the run. <laughs> I was up here. I, I, that's how I ended up in Fayetteville, actually. On a run. On some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a warrant, and um, I came to stay up here with my cousin. And um, shit, you know what I'm saying? I was moving around, and I seen this dude at this gas station. It's on some real shit. Nigga, it was a dude from uh, Gary, Indiana. I don't remember this nigga name. If anybody the from around here remember this of dude, Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was this, this wild ass dude from Gary, Indiana, and he was at the gas station. And I was going, somebody had told me to go to that spot, Rise. I don't even remember the name of the spot. But um, I was going up there, and the dude was like, shit, I'm trying to go up there, too. That's what he was trying to get to. It just happened to be I was getting gas. I took a chance. <laughs> I was like, yo, hop in, nigga. Fuck it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We rode up there together and shit. The nigga performed and shit. He, he performed some shit talking about he was from Gary, Indiana. That yeah. was his hook. So, like, after the spot, I, fr- I freestyled or did something. And um, and Rise had asked me if I wanted to do security up there. Mm-hmm. Then mind you, I'm on the run and shit. So I'm yeah. like, fuck it. Let me you know, need, make you a couple money. dollars. You, you know need what the saying? money. So like after that, that's that's how I met him. And um, I remember Ross had this uh this compilation CD called um Orthodox, and it had a bunch of niggas from um uh, Fayetteville. Like this is I don't know I don't remember what year it is, but this is early. You know, it's 2000 shit. So he had a you know a whole compilation like a Murder Inc type compilation with a whole bunch of niggas on and this shit. Wow. Yeah. So Rise was one of the you know one of them niggas putting niggas in the studio, and uh, from Rise I met uh, Tony Blazem where he's going by Snipe. I met Snipe. That's another one. That's another um, one. I met Ray Hustle through through Rise. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So all of those guys I met at that time frame from Rise. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Hey, listen, man, I need y'all to keep it locked right here, man. Uncensored way. On the rise. You already know what it is. Man, it's the celebrity guru, King Maserati Santana. I got my man, Stranger the Great, in the building with me. We'll be right back. We're going to get to the nitty gritty after this, man. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. And yo, Black, it's time. Word. Word, it's time. It's time, man. All right, man. Again. Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Where fake niggas don't make it back, I don't know how to start this Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition A pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine Holding an M16, see with the pen I'm extreme Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes I'm suited up with street clothes Hand me a nine and out defeat foes Y'all know my steel with or without the airplay I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway Or either on the corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs Laughing at base heads, trying to sell some broken amps G-Packs get off quick forever Niggas talk shit, reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Time to start the revolution, catch a body head for Houston. Once they caught us off guard, the Mac 10 was in the grass. And I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin. Picked the Mac up, your brothers back up. The Mac spit, lead was hitting niggas. One ran, I made a backflip. Heard a few chicks scream, my arms shook, couldn't look. Gave another squeeze, heard it click. Yo, my shit is stuck, tried to cock it. It wouldn't shoot, now I'm in danger. Finally, Pulled it back and saw 
Three bullets caught up in the chamber So now I'm jetting to the building lobby And it was full of children Probably couldn't see as high as I be It's like the game ain't the same Got younger niggas pulling the triggers Bringing fame to their name And claim some corners Crews without guns or corners In broad daylight Stick up kids, they run up on us Four fives and gauges Max and fat Same niggas that catch you back to back Catching your cracks in black There was a snitch on the block Getting niggas knocked So hold your stats to the coke price drop I know this crackhead Who said she gotta smoke nice rock And if it's good You bring your customers And measurement plots But yo You gotta slide on a vacation Inside information Keeps large niggas erasing And they wives basing It drops deep As it does in my breath I never sleep huh? Cause sleep is the cousin of death Beyond the walls of intelligence Life is defined I think of crime When I'm in a New York state of mind State of mind Drinking my wets, holding text, making sure the cash came correct. Then I step, investments in stock, sewing up the box to sell rocks. Winning gunfights with mega cops, but just a nigga walking with his finger on the trigger. Make enough figures until my pockets get bigger. I ain't the type of brother made for you to start testing. Give me a Smith and Wesson, I have niggas undressing. Thinking of cash flow, Buddha and shelter. Whenever frustrated, I'm a hijack Delta and the PJs. My blend tape plays, bullets are strays. Young bitches is crazy. Each block is like a maze full of black rats trapped. Plus the album is packed. From what I hear in all the stories, when my people come back black, I'm living where the nights is jet black. The fiends fight to get crack. I just max. I dream I can sit back and lamp like Capone with drug strips on. All the legal luxury life rings flooded with stones. Homes, I got so many bombs, I don't think. I'm too sane. Life is parallel to hell, but I must maintain it be prosperous. Though we live dangerous, cops could just arrest me, blaming us. We're held like hostages. It's only right that I was born to use mics, and the stuff that I write is even tougher than dice. I'm taking rappers to a new plateau. Do rap slow. My ramen is a vitamin. Hell without a capsule. The smooth criminal on beat breaks. Never put me in your box if your shit eats tape. The city never sleeps. Full of villains and creeps. That's where I learned to. Do my hustle, had to scuffle with freaks. I'm an addict for sneakers. Twenties of Buddha and bitches with beepers. In the streets, I can reach her. About blunts, I teach her. Inhale deep, like the words of my breath. I never sleep, cause sleep is the cousin of death. I lay puzzle as I backtrack to earlier times. Nothing's equivalent to the New York state of mind. State of mind. Sir, right back. Y'all like that nasty Nas right there? Illmatic. You already know what it is. Shout out to the boy Nas. You know what I'm saying? 50 years of hip-hop, Nas is still doing his thing. I think he squashed that beef with Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He had to do that. That was a money move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you really, really want really to beef with Jay. Not, not now. <laughs> you know what I'm not- saying? You can't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, we talking about Fayetteville politics, bro. Um... What do you remember? I know you. Um, I know you mentioned um, 
Mike Hustle, Spunk, mm-hmm. Rolling Weight. What do you remember about Young Cakes? Man, let me let me tell you, like some of the I was okay. So in Fairville, if if they was to do a documentary on Fairville hip hop, um, my my part of it, even though I'm not from Fairville, when I started coming around, you know, I was the outside guy, but it would be freestyling. That's what I was known for. Mm-hmm. Coming to the the venues or whatever events they had, I was a nigga spitting off the top of the dome, beating cats in the competitions. The one guy that would always win the fucking competitions was Cakes. Cakes. You know what I'm saying? He had the home. He had the home. Home team advantage. So even even if I was a little nicer lyrically, Cakes who had the crowd because they knew who he was. So it was it was almost impossible to beat that nigga. Yet. How old was Cakes at this time? Cakes, man. If if I'm like, shit, this is like me from 2000, 2000 to two thousand three. Like well, that was my time frame when I was really doing those um those battles and all that. Cakes might have been like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, some shit. Because I had to be like maybe twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. And he was heavily in the streets then too. I right? don't know about that. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't confirm that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he's a Bonnie Doom guy, so I'm sure yeah. he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You remember when, uh, Rain? Hey, yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. So I wasn't. I wasn't introduced to Rain until a little later because I met Cass first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know um, Rain come underneath Cass, so I, I wasn't familiar with Cass and that at that time frame. I was familiar with Cass maybe around 2006, 2007. But see, I asked Kaz, did he discover? I, I asked Kaz, I said, would, would you say you discovered Rain? He was like, nah, but he said, well, you know what? Yeah, because he was there. He was he was the youngin. He was the youngin in their crew. You know what I'm saying? First in flight. That was the, the, the little crew they had. First in flight. And from if I'm not mistaken, Rain was the little homie that was with them. So the guy that put Kaz on, that was behind Kaz, also later, like later down the road, he got behind Cakes. I don't. No, no, that's that's a different that's a different uh a different time frame. Mm-hmm. So what you're talking about is loudmouth. Loudmouth is uh that's that's when cakes and and um and cast and rolling weight was all with loudmouth. That's a different guy. Um with the first part of cast when he was telling this story, that's Spunk's era. So that's the, the uh total package era. You know what I'm saying? So okay. yeah, that's two different eras right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a couple of years in between, but it, it's a huge difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why why don't you think like cakes ever made it out of Fayetteville? I don't know, bro. I'm gonna say this though. Um back back when I was really grinding, Cakes had the city on Smash, bro. Um and he had this little crew, uh they had this crew and they had this song called the Elvis Walk. Oh yeah, I remember that. I heard about that. That shit went. It went, it went, it went for a little minute. So I was that, was that, that his? was out of here. Was that his? It was, they group. You know oh, what I'm saying? Group. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought them niggas was out of here. Yeah. You know, they had this dude, uh, Ralphie. Shout out to Ralphie and, um, man, like, and, Fe- and Feezy. Feezy, Ralphie, um, Cakes, and, and Gia. Gia Galore was a girl that was with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Florida. G- yeah, Gia you was on, Gia? Gia, Gia was on the show already. See, you, you tapped in. Yeah, see, see, Gia. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, Gia was on the show. Um, I would say 2021. Oh, okay. Gia came through here. Um, she's yeah, still she, around the area. Nah, she's in Florida. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, shout out to, uh, Lizzie Ayo. Mm-hmm. That was the whole connection behind Gia because really, to be honest with you, Lizzie was really out here putting in work with cakes and all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like, I, I see that's another thing too. Like people, you know, that's from Fayetteville. 
And like a lot of people, a lot of artists, I'm gonna say artists, not people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Forgive me. But I'm gonna say artists out here that really don't know the Fayetteville politics and you yeah. from Fayetteville. Yeah, you true. gotta know who your elders are. Mm-hmm. And like she was putting in work, but she was putting in work with, you know, uh Jill Galore, because I think Jill uh Jill Galore was also with Moet. Moet City. Yeah. Cut a uh yeah. cut a butter. Cutter, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh at what point did you remember uh cakes with Dark Side Camp? Um Okay, so remember I said it was 2000 when I started moving around up here. For sure, that's the first the first uh, Fairville group that I, I I met was Dark Side Camp, and that's through Clark. Okay, so um, one of my, my oh wow my um my my best friend he was my best friend for a minute, but I, I grew up with him and his brothers. His big brother when 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 um the Clark boys first had they uh like one of their first spots, he was with them, mm-hmm. so he's like my. My big homie, because that's my big my 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 best friend's big brother. You know what I'm saying? From DC, he was with with, with them and everything. So he was trying to manage me at the time. So he took me to Clark, and he took us to um, the Odyssey um, two thousand two thousand and everything. And um, that's how I met Dark Side. Because at the time, if if I, I want to, I don't want to say nothing that's wrong. But I've, this is what I remember. This that's twenty three years ago. But <laughs> I remember. I believe that Dark Side was with Clark and them. Cause that's what he that's what he told me. That's what Lamont told me. You up know what I'm saying? South he had, thirty or up, up South thirty. Rest in peace to thirty, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was with thirty. I was I, with thirty when he he did that. Um, when he was in that battle league mm-hmm. and he battled John John the Don. Uh-huh. I rolled down there to Atlanta with him and E Dub. You know what I'm saying? And me and thirty didn't even have a relationship at that time. Me and E Dub had the relationship, so thirty was kind of like, yo, why this nigga with us? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I even yo, had, I even had Shiggy Sean on the on, shout on out the to podcast. Shout, that's a real dude right there. Yeah, him I had and his him brother. 2021. Yeah, I was yeah, 40 cow man. Hold yeah, your head up. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Is he doing life? Nah, he not doing he life. Wife. He'll be home. Yeah, yeah. Okay, facts. Yeah, but um. I tapped into them, man. Yeah, and you know, it was, uh, I had, I was honored to have Shiggy Sean mm-hmm. on the show. You can't mention Fed Nine without mentioning Dark Side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's the that's most popular I'm, group in Fairville. That's if what I'm you saying. Think about the time, you know, over time. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, actually, when I had the label BMP, you know, what I'm saying, um, uh, Young Gene. I know Gene. Yeah, yeah, Young Gene. He was also, I think, he was the younger cat. Mm-hmm. From uh, Dark Side Camp, yeah. which is Cake's cousin. Right. You know, um, just, you know, having all of these guys, you know, dealing with Fayetteville artists, independent artists, and having, like, I was already tapped in when I came. It was crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I had help with that, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because how else do you be become tapped in in a, in a city that you're not from? You got to have help. Yeah. And um, I'm not a person that I don't try to neglect anybody, you know, or neglect the help and all of that. But, like, having Shiggy Sean up here, and, and I think that he never really got over his brother dying. Yeah. I could imagine, bro, you know. Them boys you know what I'm saying? Tight. Like, you know, they they all were, the three of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he lost one. Well, he lost two. Yeah. He lost up South 30, and then, and then 40 is doing time. Right. Major time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how long he's been in because I'm not from Fayetteville. He's been but in for a minute. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, even, like, with Young, I, I never understood that, bro, because I know Cakes got a lot of records. I know he went on tour he with Crime Mob. Z- he was with Zaytoven. That's crazy. Yeah. What was the blockage? Why he I never could, made it out of here? 
I don't know. I know. I know one thing though, and 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 I I don't think he would have a problem with me saying this because we always had a mutual respect. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Cates in and out of jail a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that played a part in any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been the fact that he wasn't talented at the time frame. If you think about the Little John era of hip hop, mm-hmm. that was the perfect time frame for Cakes to take off because the South was killing it, and that was the time frame when he was moving around when they had Loudmouth. You know what I'm saying? Rolling Weight was the guy. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna hold. We ain't even gonna play the radio. Rolling <laughs> Weight was that nigga here. You know what I'm saying? He was the biggest artist at that time frame. Rolling Weight was the biggest artist we had, and Cakes was like. Underneath him You know what I'm saying They had cakes right underneath him They invested so they was in moving. Cakes. They was moving around together The bag was on rolling weight You know what I'm saying You know rolling weight Nah Gotta get him I'll make the link <laughs> But rolling weight got stories Cause when I say These guys like There's a difference between What I was doing I was I was one individual You know what I'm saying So I was making my moves around here Anybody that saw me They respected me Because I was always Dolo by myself And I was lyrical Like yo this motherfucker can rap but he always by himself, like. But these guys had the movements, like the whole city. We talking about street teams. They doing the Chitlin Circuit shows. They all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they had big bags behind them. Radio, radio um, campaigns, all of that. So he was one of those guys. If it's only a few guys in this city's history, we we ain't mentioning. We probably won't mention Rain and J Cole and Moray because those three guys. Moray though. Think about what I'm saying here. Those are the three guys that technically like made it out. Made it out. You know what I'm saying? They made it to a, a upper echelon of of Fairville, you know what I'm saying, legend or whatever. Rain got signed to Maybach. Yeah, he had a situation with, with Ross, yeah. He did have yeah. a situation with Ross. Yeah. You know what was a real big thing when Moray got signed? Um I can say when I first came to the Ville, mm-hmm. I remember I was shooting a video within the trap. I think this was, yeah, it had to be 2020. Yep, 2020, right before the pandemic. Moray had shot the video to, uh, what is it? What's the name of the record? Uh, Quicksand. Quicksand, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, he was dealing with Leviticus. Yes, and, and, and I know Vic, like, I know all them boys from early 2000s, 2001, 2002. He was also with Project Stars, right? Yes, yeah, so that's a and that's another name that you have to mention when you mention Vietnam hip hop project star. Why? See, that's another thing too. <laughs> I don't understand why people don't give credit when credit is due. Le- Leviticus is really a star out here. I mean, if you see him out, he's going to be embraced as such. If you see him in public, I think that that's why he does what he does. Yeah, because like it's like yo, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> You know, I'm Leviticus. I'm, yeah. I, nigga, I'm behind quicksand. Yeah. That was a whole, it was a whole thing. Like, but, but see, that's the thing. I'm, like, when I was meeting Leviticus, Mo Cheddar, mm. from the West Side, Bunch, Bunch Roll, all of that, it was a, I'm, I'm not going to say it was a debate, but it was just a situation that was going on where Mo Cheddar was on tour with Moiray before he got signed. But you got to look at it. If you go back and watch the quicksand video, I don't know exactly where they were, but Aunt Rome was dealing with them. Aunt Rome was doing the dance. Uh, I saw that. Leviticus had some type of a uh, situation where he was behind some of the music behind it. Mm-hmm. Mochetta was, he had the group. And it was a situation where, where, where like where the beef started at with Mochetta and Moiré. 
I'm not even familiar with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it? Yeah, I, we gonna get Mochetta up here for the uncensored. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But yeah, there was. See, I had Mochetta. Mochetta been on the Rise TV twice. Mm-hmm. The first time we didn't get into it. The second time, really, like we kind of got into it, but we really didn't. But he was talking about how Marray had left him on the tour that he put Marray on. Now I want to be saying this correctly, right? You know what I'm saying, but uh, it was a whole beef that was going on. The rich started the beef, and then Marie gets signed, and then all the videos that they had because you can you can literally go on YouTube and you can look up all the videos with him and Mochetta and they they up there. And uh, I guess when Marie got signed, it was he was told to you can't push that, right? But Man, that's what- a label though. You know how the politics is. Once somebody, some, once a bigger situation grabs something, that's that's gonna that's gonna be what it is, though. But where did he come from? Who? Marray. That's a lot of a lot of people was asking that question. Like, where did he come from? Is he from Fayetteville? Is he not from Fayetteville? I can't even answer that question because, that's crazy. like, when when he got, you know, when he started popping, I was already removed from this this whole scene, and the scene kind of died out. So anybody that got popping like after two thousand fourteen. To 2019, well, 2018, I don't know. Who removed you? I removed myself. Like, <laughs> the beat, the beat, the completely, um, I was going through a divorce. Okay, okay. And I went, you know, I started doing some, I went back to doing contracting and everything. Everything yeah. I had going, I kind of like just slid that shit to the side. The only thing I had going still, it was like the remnants of what I was doing. Um, I was still fucking with hip hop vibe. So I was still doing the music festivals and shit like that. But that, mm-hmm. that shit just, I, I, after the divorce was final, I didn't do shit for like damn near five years. That's crazy. Yeah. I lost everything, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I lost everything that I built. All that shit left. That's crazy. Yeah. And speaking about beef, though, we got Ice Cube, Mac 10. We talking about two icons, though. West Side Connection. Yeah. And see, you know what? Dub C is like really... In, but see, you know, Dub C, Ice Cube from the same neighborhood. I just watched. I literally, yesterday, just watched the Dub C and um, CJ Mack show. They from the same neighborhood. I, and, I, and that's, that's what... Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just seen him say that. Mac 10, Inglewood. Yeah. He's blood. What is the beef over? See... I heard I heard what it was, what it was over, but is that the true shit? No, know? I'm... Yeah. Like it sounds crazy. I, I, I think it's the true shit. It I sound, think it well, Wack crazy. one. You got to think about <laughs> tapping with Wack one hundred. Hey Wack, what up though? I know Wack too. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm tapped in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know Wack too. Wack, what up? But like Wack had a show where he was saying that what the beef, how the beef started. But you know what? Q would never speak on the beef. He ain't supposed to. He's too big to be talking about some shit like that. But Mac Ten is just as well. He ain't nah, gonna say he's nah, not. He's, he's not. No, he's not. No. He's not. But listen, he could have made millions of dollars. And, and that's if it a, wasn't a for fucking this spoiled relationship, off some shit that ain't got. That's something a middleman type situation in a way. If you think about it, rumor has it that Mac Ten had had the homies. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, look, listen, listen, listen. For real though, rumor has it that Mac Ten had the homies beat up his wife's brother, which is his brother by marriage. Stripped him, robbed him, all of that type of stuff. Cube is a family man. 
You got to think about it if you married. You a family man. My brother-in-law. Yeah, like, hold up, wait a minute. But if your wife getting at you, she in your ear? Hey, yo, so you going to let that happen? Like, you got to make a choice. You're going to go with your family. You're not going to go with, I mean, you been with this guy for how long? You got to think about it, West Side Connections. These niggas probably done gotten into some, into some shit in the trenches together, though. Like, on some real shit, some shit, there's certain shit that I done did with my man's mans that might be stronger than what I, my brother-in-law, like, he might be a fuck-up. I got to explain to my wife, like, you know your brother. What you cut? You know what I'm saying? That, I'm, I'm, you know your brother. What can you cannot come, okay, what can you cannot come from? Like, what, what come back from? Like, all right, so let me, let me just rephrase that. It's just certain things that you just can't come back from, bro. Your wife, her brother, you rob him, you beat him, you do all of these type of things to him. You got your wife in your ear. Hey, yo, you got to make it right. If you don't make it right now, we got a problem in our household. If you're a family guy, you're going to go with your wife. You're going to have to cut that off. But see, Cube never spoke about the beef. We never knew anything about it. We didn't you ain't even. never see Westside. You know Westside <laughs> Connections was coming back out with Game. Dub yeah. C and Q. It never wow. happened. I ain't know about that. Yeah, it never happened. Yeah. Two Crips and the Blood. What game is Pyru? Mm. Cedar Block. Mac 10, Inglewood. You feel what I'm saying? He asked. Shout out to WAC 100, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, just crazy. Because <laughs> WAC 100. He live off this shit. He, he does. He, he? He, yeah, he live off this shit. But like, damn, how you going to come back from that, though? Like, you heard about, you You heard a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, you heard a lot about, you know, people was making their own assumptions of, of, of what they thought the beef was about. But they really didn't know because we Cube, had no idea. Cube never spoke on yeah. it. And that, it, honestly, family shit supposed to stay family shit. That's, that's they, family shit. It, it wasn't supposed to come out, yo. So is Cube wrong? Because, like, shouldn't Mac-10 be family? He is family. And we we was raised in the streets. Regardless of how deep I was in the streets, we was raised in the streets. If we grew up like brothers, we family. So if you family, Mac-10 asked for the reunion, the West Side Connection. Cube said he'll make it happen. If he only if he kisses ring. That's what that's what he said. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's oh, what that's, Cube said. See, that's some bitch shit. You can't. No, it is. It's disrespectful. Yeah, but that's disrespectful. But yeah. we don't. But we still didn't know what Mac Ten did. But what did the brother in law do? Because the nigga couldn't be innocent for all the shit you said they did to him. Is that's that not even, no innocent nigga shit. That's rumor has it. Rumor has it. Is that the a nigga true fucked story? up some street money? <laughs> and well, obviously, and, and, and obviously, he, it was about he was he was he was trying to downgrade the CDs, huh? CDs outside where, like, you know, talking major shit about Mac-10, about the homie. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't about no bread, though. We don't know. (laughs) See, 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 like, Cube is now starting to open up to different podcasts. I mean, have you been watching on social media? Cube has been doing a lot of podcast interviews. The big three season is on, so of course he's going to be doing podcasts. It's a big three season. I mean, and, and, and you know, and quite naturally he's going through something because he's trying to get into the NBA too. But who's tied into the NBA where he got across? Jay-Z. See, Cube 
talks a lot about on these podcasts how people don't want him involved. And you know, it goes to the elites. Yeah. We ain't gonna get on that. <laughs> Y'all ain't canceling this show. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, it goes to that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it goes so deep. But like, with him and Mac 10, though, like, I don't know if it was obviously towards like, um, Q perspective that it couldn't, it, it's nothing that Mac 10 can come back from. You don't think, you think so? That shit is, is not salvageable, is what you I mean, saying. what can't, what can't you come back from? I mean, I'm asking you and your Me perspective. Me personally, in that situation, see, we have to know exactly what it was the brother-in-law did to catch that fade like that to that point where they did him dirty like that. If it's a fade, it's a fade. <laughs> but it wasn't a fade. But what, a- what 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 goes with the fade? If you got 20 niggas on you, that's some, they, that's, they, they stripping you. They running your but pockets. But that's some street shit, though. This it's is some L.A. shit. Even with that being said, that shit happens here. That's some street shit. If you if you in the streets, if one individual, Cube ain't in the streets no more. I'm sure it, it, the brother-in-law had to do some street shit to get that done to him. Yo, that sound that sound like street politics. So you want to know what did the brother do? He did some shit outside, like some you saying some CDs, like to do that to yeah, a nigga. Yeah, de- definitely. And 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 risk ruining a relationship with Cube. We ain't talking about ruining a relationship with me. We talking about Ice Cube. That's your bread and butter. You make a y- y'all make millions together. So are you trying to say really who behind this is the wife? No, I'm saying in order for she pulling strings. No, I'm saying in order. Is <laughs> <laughs> the wife pulling strings? Like yo, you ain't fucking with that nigga no more. In because order for Mac Ten to 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 put his his wolves <laughs> or cute brother in law like that, it had to be worth the risk. Yeah, for him to ruin his relationship with Cube, and and this is what what I seen was I seen him saying that he reached out to Cube a few times, like yo, make that. Sh- Get him to make this shit straight and Cube. Who reached out to who reached out to Cube? Mac 10 reached out to Cube a few times, like, bro, straighten this shit out. Or I'm gonna have to straighten it out. Cube ain't straighten it, so the nigga did what he felt like he had to do. In that situation, what do you do? I'd have asked you a few times, like, bro, yo, check your mans. You ain't do shit. But listen. We put feet and hands on that man. True. But they have they They got money tied up. They got money tied up. And if that is the case, I felt like that it could have been, I mean, who, who the fuck am I for me to even feel like him and, 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 and Cube could have had a sit down and say, look, what the fuck really went on? Because Cube obviously wasn't there. Right. All they know was that something ran off and, hey, yo, Cube, what you going to do about this? What you mean what I'm going to do about this? What happened? Oh shit, my brother just got jumped, robbed, and all that shit. It was somebody from your shit. <laughs> the fuck you gonna do? <laughs> you, this is the wife that you. This, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is your family. Head honcho. What you gonna do? Oh damn, who you gonna side with? Oh, I'm gonna si- <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I'm about to side with, uh, I'm about to try to figure out what's going on, but like, damn, like that's and that's what I be saying. Like sometimes women can overstep. Yeah, for certain. Sometimes women can overstep because it could be a situation. Literally, it could be a a, a sit down and a conversation between amongst two men, two kings. They've been getting money forever with each other. Then they got a third party, Dub C. <laughs> yeah. He like, damn, y'all fucking up the money. Fucking the bag up, for certain. (coughs) 
exactly. Y'all fucking up the money. So, uh, okay, so now I got to choose. He's put in a position where he got to choose size now. Right. Me and Q from the same neighborhood. That's my guy. Yeah, we yeah. crib. Shit. <laughs> you was never supposed to be with us anyway. But then they also asked Dub C, yo, what's your relationship with? With Mac? Yeah. What'd he say? He, he got to go with the home team. They asked Mac, too. On no jumper. Yo, Mac. You you still fuck with Dub C when the last thing talk, I fuck with who fuck with me. I seen that. Yeah, I seen that. So when you saying he ain't talked to Cube and over, That's, I, I think he said he know that though. I think he's I, I damn sure didn't know it. He said he <laughs> didn't talk to Cube over uh, what damn near twenty years. Twenty years is what it said. Yeah, that's like, a what long the time. I did not know that though. That's that sound crazy. And that shows you how much the records. Is 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 it's like a a, a a major impact to fifty years of hip hop. Yeah, because we, we, still, didn't, we know. didn't know we know nothing about that. That's crazy. They kept that shit internal. Cube is a family man that's not gonna allow anything or anyone to come between his family. So he was really, but the way he did it was like, yo, you know what? Fuck him. He already went through this with NWA. That's a whole nother situation. I get that. He talked. Yeah. That's he rapped, he dissed, yeah. but he ain't diss Mac Ten. That's right. Why? If you diss Mac Ten, now you gonna blow him up even more. He ain't do it. He just said, you know what? That fuck it. Just truly been some respectful uh, shit. Like and that's my brother, but and we we can't fuck with each other. Anymore. Also avoiding street politics too. Right, and he which he don't need at this point in his career. He, he's removed he, from that he, shit. He's too old. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, he, he's way removed from that. He's too old. Like, why would you? Why would you get yourself into those street politics? And you trying to build corporations to to be in the NBA and all that? You don't need none of this. He don't even need the talk that we having right now. But they ain't even really fucking with Cube on that no more. Not right now, they not. Goes back to Jamie Foxx. What you mean? What happened to Jamie Foxx? You know what? <laughs> we about to go down the rabbit hole? No, nah, no. Nah, you know what? Listen, shout out to my man Jamie Foxx. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about Jamie Foxx. And we're going to talk about what Cube thought about Jamie Foxx, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Jamie Foxx, man, you know what it do. He going to make it do what it do. You already know what it is, man. Let's go. Hey, you know what? I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. Every position from the kitchen table 
your body doing the same So act right, don't show me Back it up, put it on me Act right, don't show me Back it up, put it on me Now what you wanna do? You wanna get high, you wanna get fired up What you wanna do? You wanna get sex, you wanna get tired up Get your body your wider Baby, go lift them thighs up I think you better wise up Cause I'm about to rise up What you wanna do? You wanna get high, you wanna get fired up you wanna do, you wanna get sex, you wanna get tired of Get your body your wider, baby go lift them thighs up I think you better wise up, cause I'm about to rise up Your body's showing no singing, baby Show me how you do the cross and jam, We gon' pop some jam to some music So baby, make it wish we get our clothes on Stranger the Great. Yes, sir. What happened to Jamie Foxx? Oh. Well, you tell me, man. You tapped in more than I am right now. Nah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, because, <laughs> listen, Jamie Foxx was doing a movie. I think the dog, I was in Hollywood when I seen the billboard where Jamie Foxx was doing a movie with, uh, I can't think of her name. I can't even, was it? I can't even think of her name. But he was doing a movie They was playing a dog He couldn't finish the movie That's when they were talking about Jamie Foxx being cloned And all mm-hmm. of this type of stuff Next thing you know You see Jamie Foxx In the hospital What really went ha- What really went on With Jamie Foxx The last thing people know From Jamie Foxx That he was You know Revealing something from, from Puffy Right About Puffy About how Puffy was Throwing those parties Yeah And we all know How Hollywood parties get <laughs> you know what I'm saying Like I mean Just keep it real man We uncensored So that's the last thing That I heard That Jamie Foxx Had put out That he was talking About Puffy And it, it seemed like Shit went haywire Since then Did it not yeah. Have you seen him That's the way it seemed Yo it's- What do you think About Jamie Foxx though As far as being A comedian As far as being A musician As far as being An Jamie artist Jamie one of the Most talented people They ever produced In Hollywood In my opinion He's, you know what I'm saying? It's like nothing that he can't, he can do it all. Um, 
But if you look at his his career and the trajectory of all, if we going off of uh, conspiracy theories and that type mm-hmm. shit, because you know black people have their own conspiracy for theory. sure. Jamie from our generation, Jamie was one of the first niggas we saw in the dress before we even fucking knew what the dress was. When living we color, knew Jamie as Wanda, <laughs> the motherfucking per, you know what I'm saying? The proverbial dress. And then we seen Martin wishing they named. Exactly, but you know, we, we first saw Jamie in that motherfucker. Yeah. He was the first nigga we saw in that dress. Where do you think they came from? Hollywood, because you know they don't talk about the shit. Well, Richard Pryor was in the dress. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Flip wow. Wilson, the Flip Wilson show. If I'm, if I think Flip Wilson might have been the first one that we, you know, like the big people that he was the first one. It's sketch. It's some sketch comedy type shit. They're gonna have the black man playing a black woman. You know what I'm saying? But where did that come from? I mean... Me, it got to come from a higher, a higher power. Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, for certain. Um, we talking about Hollywood here. We talking about Hollywood, but see, I don't know how, how deep it goes, but that's kind of like, I guess you ain't... We don't got slaves. We don't have physical slaves anymore. We got that buck-breaking situation. It's like a buck-breaking, you know, the slave where they buck broke the slaves and True all that, that bullshit. True so that. That could be like, you know, we ain't got the slaves no more. We got to do something to these guys. We got to do something to them. How much are they willing to do to be, to get what they got to get? Like, we got to do something to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got to be able to control them. I think I think it's a control situation. Like, how willing, how much are you willing to embarrass yourself? Because once we got you, now you got this. Or You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I think it started off with him taking the vaccine shot. Well, the whole situation with, with him being sick and all of that? Yep. Bro. On the set of the movie they was putting out. Yeah. And sometimes the requirements. Certain people can't. That vaccine, I was just thinking today because I'm going to give a shout out. This is not a music person, but shout out to my boy Justin Bennett. There's a guy, you know, one of my guys from uh, my contracting life, right? He just had a, a massive heart attack. And hey, and I'm talking about, I seen him posting. He was having chest pains on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. To the next day. Him posting, they about to open my chest. I'm talking about the next day, bro. Like, so he had a massive heart attack, and they they opened his chest. They gave him open heart surgery. And I known this guy. I know I met this guy in 2008. You know what I'm saying? He from he from New York. He from upstate New York. He be we call him the Black Russian. You know what I'm saying? Most of the guys he fuck with is Russian. So he like the one black guy that's with all the Russians. He speak that shit and all. But I know he had um COVID. like most of us had COVID. We either had COVID. That's this. The world is split. You either had COVID or you had the vaccine. Something about that fucking COVID. The vaccine was getting people sick. It, because it's COVID. It's basically a dormant version of COVID being put in you and your immune system figures it out, right? And that's how it can fight against it because it knows what it, it, it understands. Knows what it. it is, yeah. So, but it's COVID. Like, when I got COVID, I noticed that after I got COVID, I didn't get extremely sick. It was more, more discomfort than anything. Like, I was just uncomfortable. But after I got COVID, I noticed that my lungs didn't feel the same after that shit. And I noticed that it's a lot of people dying from heart attacks and shit. Off and the most vaccine. of them had COVID or they had the vaccine. Now, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to make it seem like that's the correlation, but that's that's some weird shit. Like we see, you know what I'm saying? Like before, how many people that do you know that's not old people or like fit, like seriously unhealthy that's having heart attacks? Like massive heart attacks at a young age. Yeah, in their forties, thirties. Like LeBron's son just had a fucking. Did he just have a heart attack? Yep. 
This man like 19. But when you come in at certain people in the industry, you don't know what's hitting you. You got to think about it. Even the people that you on set with, you look at all these people on social media. You look at DJ Cali, look at Rick Ross. You look at, um, uh, even Jeezy. I see Jeezy with Steve Harvey a lot now. Tapped in. You, you think about what you said here. <laughs> Playing class. golf. Yeah, you think about what you said. It's like, but there was a, there was a, but there was a time that he wasn't. Look at who you married to. True. It ain't like he married a chick from the hood. But you don't see Birdman. He married a Tony Braxton. You don't see him with Steve because, Harvey. You don't see no, him out there like not, that. He, he not tapped in with them, but. It's other shit that we've heard about Birdman that co- that coincides with the shit we hear about the industry. If you think about what I'm saying here, <laughs> you get what I'm you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's true. When when you talk about this Hollywood, they call it Hollywood. All this Hollywood shit, the music industry, elite, and all this it's a whole bunch of shit that you always hear. It's always attached to certain people, regardless if it's if it's the homosexuality. Throwing the parties. The, the, yeah, the orgy parties. Jamie came out about Puffy throwing them parties. Yeah, he did. In, in With detail. them young boys. He wasn't the only one that mentioned it, though. But he's like, but he did more than one interview about it, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jamie came out yeah, about it. He did. Right after, and Jamie he, and, is sick. And he also, it, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he even mention uh, about Usher? Then he then he say yeah he that was the Usher, one that brought that, the Usher shit up yeah right? the Usher was that that that, that, that that Puffy had Usher yeah. in there making making and, Usher making have to have yeah. conversations about some shit he probably wanted to bury exactly but Usher said he wasn't into them type of games he didn't want to it was weird to him he didn't say what he saw but it was Puffy it's Puff yeah you're not gonna engage even when Puffy was on Drink Champs oh I yeah. like that Daddy I like that Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, come on! Like you saying stuff like that, and people are looking at you weird. And I think, uh, I, matter of fact, I think he, um, I don't know, yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, Puffy was on Drink Champs with uh, Fabulous, Fab, yeah, Fab. yeah, with Fab, and Fab was like, he was like, you know, Puffy asked Fab like, yo, why ain't why you, you why party, you ain't with, party me? with me on your birthday? Fab was like, what you mean, like, why you ain't party with me yet? You don't want party with me? <laughs> he said it on Drink Champs. Yeah, I mean it's some suspect moments, but he even addressed that. He addressed that on the Breakfast Club, like yo. What did he say on the Breakfast Club? Um, I don't remember everything he said, but he's basically like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't like that. He was just like, you know, hey, you know, he be enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you talking about social media here, people? Yeah. Now you leaving room and windows for people that, to say and that's what we don't do as real niggas. We don't, we don't do that shit. That's almost like the pause game, niggas. Niggas, certain niggas are programmed to say pause. If they say something fucked up. Yeah, especially, I'm not going to go on Drink Chance and say, well, I like that, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I know. You would have been better saying, well, now I suspect you said, take that, take that. All of it. It's, it's, it's crazy, yo. It's crazy. You almost like, if you in the industry, and, and you on your way, because you really, you, you really on your way to some next level shit. You gotta I gotta be watch careful. it though. I gotta yeah. watch it. You gotta be careful about the shit that you actually watch talk it. about or, or, or even entertain. Yeah, I gotta watch yeah. it. I gotta watch it. If you wanna move up, they or, watching me. Or or if you just wanna like, fuck it. I'm gonna get it how I live. Yeah, it's uncensored. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about none of this shit. Like, I mean, why why would I care? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not with y'all every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I mean I hear what you're saying. 
And I hear what they saying too, but at the end of the day, like, my kids are listening to to to, to your old records. Yeah. We ain't even getting on R. Kelly. Because mm. R. Kelly just said some shit about Jay-Z where he think he getting out of prison. What'd he say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know he said some shit about Jay-Z where, and see, that's what I'm saying. It's certain people in the industry that you just cannot fuck with. Yeah, he's you can't you can't talk about Jay is untouchable until he's not. Well, I think Kanye learned that. Yeah, Kanye he and Jay was all the way. I in. mean, you could we talking about Jay, Beyonce, Kanye, Kim. They was like the dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Duo, four horsemen of the apocalypse. I, yeah, the four <laughs> horsemen. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure it was plenty of times they they've been seen at the restaurants doing what they doing. But Kanye searching for his soul. Had on the white, uh, the white lives matter shirt. He was married to Kim Kardashian. You got to think about. You got to take all of this into consideration. And he had interviews too about why did you have on a white lives matter shirt? Well, all lives really matter. Mm-hmm. But were you trying to send out a, a a a certain message to everybody? To where? Well, well, we know. Well, I, I think I do. Kanye do a lot of shit to get attention, especially yeah, when yeah. an album about to he drop. He understands the algorithm. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So is it a marketing technique that he's choosing to use? Absolutely. But then you're going against the... The system. Ab- yeah. <laughs> the elite. The elite. I swear oh, to God, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like, don't just go against... Like, some people go against what they... You you, you hear talk of the... They, they call it the boule. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The black elite. Mm-hmm. But Kanye going against the Jews, the Jewish people. He going against everybody. You can't certain people just you just can't rap, you can't ruffle their feathers. Yeah, and expect to make money with them. We can do it. They ain't worried about they ain't worried about the regular common person. But if you trying to make money with them, why would you? That's like me me doing being a contractor and pissing off the the CEOs of the companies I contract for. Eventually, my money gonna dry up. Then obviously they doing something that they. Obviously, they not giving you what you need. Will Smith and Jada Pickett. Same thing. It's always something. When they don't need you, you know what I think? This is me. And I'm deep into some some Hosting Hollywood parties. (laughs) I'm deep into some bullshit when it comes to, like, just thinking. I think, like, I think all this shit has an expiration date. As far as, like. What do you mean? I think it's like a universe thing, right? A vibration and frequency type thing. You know what I'm saying? Certain people would be like, yo, you made a, you sold your soul to the devil. It's like a contract, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a universe thing, right? So you have an expiration date as, as long as, as far, when you doing certain shit, as far as the people that you're dealing with, they're dealing with some old crazy shit. So you have an expiration date as far as how long you can do what you're doing, unless you're willing to play ball. When I say play ball, you got to still be able to be controlled. When certain people get to a certain level and they they big, they feel like they can't be controlled no more. Now nah, you got us fucked up now. You yeah. think you too big to be controlled? Now nah, we made you. We made you. The minute that you don't want to be controlled no more, guess what happens? These motherfuckers get killed. Michael Jackson, Prince, even DMX. The last one of the last DMX. Listen to me, bro. One of the last interviews I recall with DMX, I forgot who he was on with. It was Drink Champs. Oh yeah, he yeah. was on Drink. He was yeah, on yeah. Drink Champs, and um, he and um, and he was talking to them, and um, it was another interview too, but he was basically saying they was asking him about the music, 
DMX said out his own mouth. When I seen this shit, and I'm by myself watching it in my room on YouTube, I was like, yo, he about to leave here. I seen him say that he would never go back to doing the the music. Like, remember we used to have the Damien skits? The shit like that. DMX used to have the dark, the dark man, the Damien. Yeah, yeah. He Damien was his off off he, ego. Right. He said he would never go back to doing that no more. He would go. He said on he, my flesh, of my flesh, my blood of my blood. Yeah. It was told that Roma has it again that he sold his soul. And even, you know, that's what I'm saying. So now you made a pack with whatever entity or whatever energy that you made a pack with, which is part of the music industry because it's vibrate music is vibrations and frequencies. Fuck everything else. Music is vibrations and frequencies. You can literally possess somebody That's through music. That's what it is. Our bodies is our body right now. We can't see it. We're vibrating. It's a frequency. Our brains operate off certain frequencies. So you you did that. Your your whole role in this music industry is to produce that type of music. We'll let you get away with doing these prayers at the end of this album, doing these prayers at the end of these concerts and crying and all that. That's one thing he always did. You know why? Because. Uh, everything up until that This nigga creating chaos He create chaos All the way up until he do that prayer That's like his atonement for You know what I'm saying For the sins he just committed It's like But now he's saying He he said publicly I would never go back to making that kind of shit That man died a few months after well, that shit Well think about bro. all the people that he affected While he was making it He affected a lot of people bro He was huge Think about how many people bought that album Imagine if he had a stage on the on the on the course that he was supposed. He would be Jay Z. He was bigger than Jay Z. He was bigger than Jay. He was bigger. You don't remember? He had two. This man had two albums in one year. They dropped. They dropped a few months between each other. When he first dropped his first album, the second one came out the same year. A few months later, both of them shits went like four, five, six, six times platinum. Two albums. Who does that? In one year. Why do you think Jay changed the name from Rockefeller to Rock Nation? Well, he didn't have the rights to it. You know, Rockefeller was started with him and Dame, Dame. and Biggs. Yeah, that's what that was. Dame, Dame basically had Rockefeller. The whole story behind state property, too. <laughs> <laughs> with Biggs, because Biggs was, he was a character on state property, too. Damn. But, I mean, if you look at that, like, but see, I'm glad that we having this conversation because... All the things that we grew up off, look watching. It's the same thing that is relevant to the day because it's like, um, who would ever think you have a character named Biggs in state property? And that's actually the character that's behind starting up Rockefeller along with Dame. You know, Dame and Jay don't have a relationship. I also interviewed Jay, uh, Jazz O. I know. How did that feel, bro? Ja- it felt great. Yeah. Jazzo, I asked Jazzo. I said, Jazz, damn, it feel good. That. It feel good to sit here on yeah. the rise, on the rise, uncensored, and, and tell people that I interviewed. Jazz I'm interviewing legends. Legend. Yeah, serious legend. I interviewed Jazzo. I asked Jazzo. I said, Jazzo, what caused the confusion between you and Jay? What happened? The beef. He said, Well, I don't. I wish I had the playback right now. I could. I could have played it back on the board. But Jazzo was basically telling the uh, the audience that. It was really never no beef or never no confusion. It was just the people that Jay had around him. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking at this time, Biggs, Dane, all of them type of people. Because at the end of the day, like, Jazz O, he was the one that offered Jay to fly out with him. 
to sit down in that label meeting. His flow. Matter of fact, because we just had Jazzo on the Fleet Conference. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to Jazzo record, Jazzo was spitting like how Jay was spitting on Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, that's what he, that was his mentor. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah. But Jay don't he don't embrace it now. Did he then? Yeah, but he don't do it now. I mean, shit, they are they, they are estranged now. So because I mean, you know, Jay Z turned down the um, not Jay Z, but Jazzo turned it's crazy. Jazzo, Jay Z, same shit. But Jazzo turned down a deal with Rockefeller. Right, right, and Jay mentioned that in one of the songs. Jay, such 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 made some scratch. Would have made more if he ain't signed his contract. Wayne Jay Z been on Drink Champs. He not Jay. Jay not finna do. So shit. Jay not doing yeah. interviews. Not like that. He, you know, it's the only person I see Jay doing um, interviews with is like Elliot Wilson. You don't see Jay doing uh, sixty minutes. If we can get the <laughs> if, yeah sixty minutes. Shout out to sixty minutes. If we can get the bleak. Bleak was here. Bleak wow. was here. My um. Somebody booked. I don't forget who was it. Somebody, if we can get the bleak. Somebody brought Bleak down, right? And he bleak, no man. He was at my man crib. Shout out to my man Huck. That's my boy. One of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? We've been solid ever since. He's my next door neighbor. We didn't even know each other. He's my next door neighbor. Come to find out he did music and shit. But Bleak, they brought Bleak down, and Bleak was like, you need to get to a studio. Somebody told him, brought him over there. I, why you bullshitting? Was it cakes? It might have been cakes. Was it cakes? I want to say it was cakes. Get out of here! I don't. I don't want to make no shit. I'm gonna ask my. I'm gonna ask my man tomorrow, and we'll get it straight. But I think cakes brought him to him, and cake and um, they brought bleak to my man house to the studio, right here in Fairview. Yeah. If you don't think bleak know what's going on, of course bleak know. Of course he know. But you remember at one time, I mean. You know, you did have him on here, but during the time when they wasn't fucking with each other, it was a time when Jazz was going kind of hard on Jay. He was. But see, that's why I asked him on the show. I asked him. They have peace at the moment, so I'm sure he didn't want to talk about no bullshit. Yeah, no, no. He was, I had to literally get it out of him. He didn't want to ruin it. No, he was like, he he was going to go back with that. Eventually, he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to give it up. I put Jay on. Jay got on after I took him out there. I don't. What did they? What did they go at? Out of the country. They went somewhere out of the country. I, I keep mm-hmm. yeah, subscribe to the channel no, on the Rise TV. Out, yeah. Subscribe to the channel <laughs> on the Rise TV. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jazzo, we was definitely sitting down and talking about the beef with him and Jay, which really wasn't a beef, but it was more of a misunderstanding that he just didn't want to be around Jay because of the people that was around Jay at the time. He thought that it was better for him to leave Jay alone and let Jay prosper, and he do his own thing. He was his own man. Exactly. Yeah. Years later, Jay offered him a deal, Rockefeller. He declined. Was it because it was his little homie that offered him a contract, or was it because the con- the numbers didn't look right? I don't know. She at this time... Uh, I'm a hustler, baby. With, with Dame and them <laughs> all in the video, you don't know what was going on. Like so at the time, like it's like if if, if you don't fuck with Dame, and also if I if I, I you know if my history on on following hip hop is correct, jazz is five percent, right? Yep. So maybe he didn't correlate with everything that that was going on there. It goes back to what you were saying. Yeah. Vibrations. Yeah, that, that's a whole different element. Because when 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 Jay was with with uh, with jazz, he was conscious. You know what I'm saying? Rapping wise, he was conscious. He might have been in the KRS One. (laughs) 
KRS One. I also had a, had the honor to you know to interview Almighty Thor, which is, if y'all don't know who he is, y'all need to go look him up. But he's the next closest thing to KRS One. I also interviewed Kid Capri. Mm, dope. Right, right, right. Dope, dope, dope. They go hand in hand. Yeah, that's history there. He Kid got Capri, a lot of history. Kid Capri. I interviewed Kid Capri in 2022 when he dropped his new album called The Love. The Love album. Mm. He literally brought KRS-One over to his crib to listen to the album. Kid Capri said he was skipping through tracks like the records where he was talking about, you know, all the, you know, tracks for women. He was skipping through them. KRS said, nah, play all that shit. Let me hear it. <laughs> After he heard it, he went crazy. Like, yo, you a rapper now. Kid Capri? The original DJ from Def Comedy Jam? We talking about Martin Lawrence? Yeah. To have Kid Capri tell you that you are an artist, that's an honor. I'm talking to all these people. That's crazy. You're right. I need to watch it. <laughs> You're right. I need to watch it, bro, because it's like at the end of the day, but, 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 but do I need to watch it? Because I'm bringing hip-hop to other cities. That need to be told. The story need to be told not to be, you know, well, it's to be sold and not to be told. Mm. And but shit, Buster got something in it too. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, you talking about, this is crazy, bro. This is really crazy. Jazzo, Jay-Z, the whole beef they had. I'm gonna get Dame on the Rise TV. I'm gonna get Dame. We working on Dame right now. Oh, yes. I gotta have Dame on here because I want to know. I only got right now. I only got Jazzo perspective. It's always I would say three sides to a story because it's always somebody else is there. That's true. I know I ain't getting Jay. <laughs> nah, you're not. <laughs> but I'm gonna get Dame. You know who would be dope to have too? What's that? Behaving. Okay. <laughs> I have a management team reach out to him. We'll get him up here, yeah. but at the end of the day, like, you know, but Jazzo, you know, shout out to Jazzo, man. Like, he kept it real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we breaking his records on Fleet DJs. You know what I'm saying? He really kept it real. Like, he really told his story about, you know, uh, the beginning of the startup with, with Jay-Z. And a lot of people don't know that he was behind the startup of Jay-Z. Yeah. And I don't think Jay-Z talk about it enough. Nah, he don't. I think um, when he... Did he win a Grammy like maybe a year ago? Yep. He at the end he almost forgot about jazz, but then he was like, "Nigga, he didn't want to mention jazz. He didn't want to mention him, but he he thought about it and was like, "That's like Will Smith yeah. not mentioning Jazzy, Jazzy yeah, Jeff." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. How you not going to mention Jazzy Jeff? Like I said earlier, yo, I don't give a damn how much me and my big my two big homies communicate or talk. I'm never going to have something crazy to say about them guys because I can't mention my history doing anything music related without mentioning them too. You know what I'm saying? That's his big homie. As far as music goes, he might've been in, he might've been in the streets with Calvin Klein and all those guys from Brooklyn, but music related, we know about Jay-Z because of Jazz O and Big Daddy Kane. You know what I'm saying? So Jazz, Jazz O is a, a definitely originator from Brooklyn. One of them. Yeah, and then, yeah. As far as that style go, he's accredited for being the first guy with that style. 
with that fast. What would rap. you call? What would you call that style? We used to call it rapid fire. That's what we used to call it. You know what I'm saying? That rapid fire flow, uh-huh. tongue twisting, rapid fire. He was the first one we knew about it. Well, question I asked the artist that was up here that was I interviewed before you. He was from Puerto Rico. Mm. We got I was on big, listening to it. Yeah, we got on Big Pun. Yeah, Pun. Do you think Pun would have been as big as bigger than Biggie if he never died? Uh if Big, if if Pun had never Pun, died, yeah, if Pun was still living right now, he was damn near just as big he before was, he died. Yeah, he was damn near there. The only thing that made Big bigger was the fact that he died. You know what I'm saying? Big had New York. I, now this is a stuff, something that I I remember. Or did he have Brooklyn? Who Biggie? No, Biggie had New York. I remember. This is about to tell you. You know, like I mentioned, I'm from I'm from Harlem originally. I was a kid and I moved down to North Carolina. So my sister, my my mom had two. My my mom had my sister and myself. My sister's ten years older. And when I left, when we left New York, it was it was on bullshit. Maybe one day me and you chopping it up on some real shit. I'd tell you why I moved down here. But um, I went back to New York. My first time going back to New York was the summer I was 14 years old. My summer going into ninth grade. I was in eighth grade, going into ninth grade, right? It was the summer before ninth grade. I went to go stay with my sister for like a month or so, I believe. This is the year Biggie's album came out that same year. You know what I'm saying? Biggie album came out that year. The year before it or that same year. So when I got up there, it was almost damn near a year this album had been out. This motherfucker, I ain't never seen those. This is my first time going back to New York. The city was crazy. I'm talking about bootlegging was at an all-time high. Like, you know, if you think about what they call bootlegging in New York, you got, like, the Africans setting up. They're just set up yeah. on the street and have tapes. I'm, I'm a kid. My sister gave me $15, $20. Like, I'm going to go buy some tapes. Yeah, you copping. Biggie. All you see was Vans riding brown with rap Vans with Biggie on it, blasting Biggie, 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 Biggie. All fucking things like this shit was crazy. So I had got the bootleg of the um the Biggie album off some some guy in Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Biggie had everything on lot, yo. And this is this is '95. I'm talking about. What was this? Uh, ready to die? Ready to die. I was up there, and that same that same summer that same summer. This is crazy because this is the way it is. Like I know you can you can attest to this because you know what I'm saying California is is, is similar. Mm-hmm. But in New York, like, everybody, if you got all these artists from one city, you bound to see a bunch of shit as a kid. That same summer, I was with my one of my brothers, and he, like, five, five or six years, five or six months older than me. And um, we was, I was over there by their block. This is the, and, and, and where they stayed, where they were staying at at the time, it's called Esplanade Gardens. That's the, the um, building that uh, Puffy and his mom lived in, in um, Harlem. So we was up there, and some kids was like, they filming a video down on one, 137th. It's 137th in Lenox. So he's like, word. And so when I was a kid, when I lived in Harlem, I lived on 136th. It's right across from Harlem Hospital. So it was like, shit, that's the block I used to, you know, I'm a kid. I'm excited. That's the block I used to live on as a kid. Yeah. So I'm 14. We don't walked all the way down there. We don't walked all the way down to back to 137th or whatever. Met the man and Red Man filming the fucking How High video down there. We pull up. They got the ice cream truck. You know what I'm saying? For the for the video, they got the police and everything barricaded. The whole block is the fucking video, right? I get there, you know, they... I mean, this is my first time ever seeing some shit like this. My first time seeing a hip-hop video being filmed. Red Man Met the Man. Um, I With get the there. Ha-Ha soundtrack. Ha-Ha. Ha-Ha song. I get there, you know what I'm saying? They filming it and shit. We, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They filming it. So I'm like, damn, I'm trying to get the meth. You can't get the meth. 
Meth is nothing but girls surrounding this nigga. Red man, cool. I got a little yellow paper. I don't know who I got it from. Somebody had something. I got a little piece of paper. It was like out of a notepad or some shit. I got a notepad. I don't, I'm trying to get his autograph. Red man gave me the autograph. Blah, 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 blah. I see um, closer to where the little ice cream truck was that they had that was in the um, in the mm-hmm. video. And Red Eric, man was popping at this time. Yeah, he was popping. Eric Sermon is right there. Ooh. Eric Sermon give me the autograph. What was Keith Murray? I didn't see him. <laughs> so all that that day, you know what I'm saying? I saw I saw Red Meth and Eric Sermon, you know, and I got yeah. Red Man. I still got the autograph. Red Man, Eric Sermon gave me the autograph. Could tell me shit. I went back to North came back to North Carolina like with the school with that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a baseball card yeah, back in like the day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kept it in I I kept that shit in a baseball card protector. Wow. And it's still in it to this day from ninety five. Oh, 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 crazy. It was Biggie. It was all Biggie. Everybody else's albums was out, but the city, the city was all Biggie's so, in 95. So Biggie had New York. He had New York. I saw that as a teenager. Now, that's outside of what we was hearing in North Carolina, because in North Carolina, I got the album from somebody. It was um one of the kids from D.C. had that album. So he, Big was bigger than Jay at this time. Big, uh, Jay wasn't even out. Jay, Jay wasn't out as a solo artist yet. Well, we got to think about Reasonable Doubt. It wasn't out yet. Yeah, Illmatic was. It came out in 96. Illmatic was out. They came out the same year. 94. Both of them came out in 94. Big yeah. was doing his thing. Yeah, Big was bigger than Nas. Nas had Nas had the better album, better debut album. They couldn't understand what Nas was what Nas, he was putting out, they couldn't understand. Like niggas couldn't understand what Nas was putting out, bro. Yeah, Nas was a little with Illmatic. Go yeah, back and listen different. to Illmatic. Nah, Nas is a little different. He, he was, was the first rapper that I studied as a kid. Yeah, him and Big Daddy Kane. I studied Kane first, but when I started writing rhymes, I was studying Nas. Like yo, also put Az on. That's why you see Az and Belly. Yeah, him and him and A made a good team. Too. That was my favorite movie with Dmx, Belly? bro. Yeah. It's a good message. Yeah, that's Keish again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Keish calling again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's Keish calling again. Like, yeah, like the game. Fifty years of hip hop, man. I, I, I wish that that uh, DMX was still alive to witness fifty years of hip hop. To, to, to know how much, even though what he was going through, all the crackhead shit that you know the the public, the media was putting out against him. He was still that dude. X was polarizing is what they, you know, the words they use. He's a polarizing figure, bro. Shout out to DMX, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, we'll never get another DMX. I mean, I, I really thought Drag On was going to come behind, but like. Drag was raw too, yo. Especially now, drag is nice as shit right now, yo. Nobody don't be they like they everybody ain't checking for him, but he nicer now than he ever was. The Jack, well, drag had really on a, on a, on a regular basis. He got a stuttering problem, but when he rap, he, he don't, don't rap with it. Yeah, and I I got a homeboy that I grew up with that's like that. Did you see that battle with Brandy and uh and I Eve? See. No, <laughs> but I heard. You gotta go watch it. I heard Brandy. No, no, you know what? Yes, yes, I did. Brandy verse was crazy. Brand, uh, who, somebody, somebody wrote that wrote for Brandy, but yeah. yeah, but she delivered it properly. I think it was. I think it was staged. How they were spitting it. I mean, production is a motherfucker, and we know that because we into well, it. Brandy sound good spitting her shit. She do. Eve's. I think Eve went to Hollywood. I think Eve, like you know, Eve want to go barbershop again. 
Cube and goes right, yeah, back, right back to Cube. Cube. Right back Cube, to Cube made so many people. Chris Tucker. Yeah. Mike Epps. Mike Epps. Um, Michael well, Blackson. Yeah. He he made, he for our generation. I'm going to say he, Nicki Minaj. Well, Fendi. I thank Fendi for that, to come up DVDs. I'm about to say uh, I'm about Fendi to say discovered was, Nicki. Yeah, yeah. Since, oh, which, you know how, you know, tooting horns and shit. <laughs> goes to Fendi. I, one of my 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 um one of my favorite interviews that I interviewed somebody back when I was doing the interviews was, yeah. was Deb Anthony. I interviewed Deb. That was Fendi Man, right? Yes, yeah, that's that's Flocka's mom, Deb Anthony. Oh yeah, and she was managing she was, Nikki. Did you see the interview where she had him with Math Hoffer? Yes, Math. I watched it. I watched it. What about with Ja Rule with Fifty? I watched that shit, and it's crazy because Ja, America, a lot of people, Fifty destroyed his career. I'm gonna say that because I don't think, it wasn't fifty though. I'm, it I'm, was a, fifty had a lot to do with it, but it was it was that fucking fair case. It was the fair case too, yeah. but fifty fifty put this. He put the umph on it, like yo, don't listen to this nigga. But see, you know what though? If you go back and watch the interview that 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 uh, Jaru did with Math Hoffa, shout out to Esso and all of them because you know Esso, my man too from Bag Fuel, him and Heineken. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you roll down my page, you will see you will see Esso on there yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? But they was with Math Hoffa too, but. I don't know what the fuck happened with them three. I don't know, but they end up getting in their own show and whatever. But Ja Rule was, well, you know, was in the barbershop with Matt Hoffa. He would, you know, they asked him about 50 and he was telling them like, yo, 50, uh, 50 came through, you know, there was, you know, there was in the studio when 50 was begging him to do a song. Right. I heard him say and that. And Matt Hoffa said, yo, why you ain't do the song? He was like, yo, I was just busy. It happens a lot of times. It does. Yeah. But to a to a, to a nigga like fifty, he wasn't. He like, wasn't. why would you? Oh, nigga, you gonna have like you? you we both from Queens. But he's Jaru, and he's Jaru was already on. That's what I'm saying. But he's Jaru, Jaru. He was on first. Fifty trying to come up, so it was like, I get to it when I can. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you make those mistakes. You don't see who a person. You don't see who a person's gonna be later. Well, maybe maybe Jaru. Do you think Jairu didn't want to do no songs with him because Fifty was on some hot shit at the time? Do you know Fifty was a Jack boy? He was. He was so a do bully. you? Th- I mean, that was a question that Math that didn't ask him. Yeah, he didn't ask that. Yeah, that could have been. That was his reputation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm about to do a song with you and you jacking all these niggas. It, it was, was somebody else was on there? No, no, no. It was another. It was another podcast that I seen, and he was talking about that situation, and he was saying the main reason why. Was 50 When 50 came out He was a Southside Jamaica Queens nigga He was like None of them Queens niggas Fuck with the Southside Jamaica Queens niggas But 50 was screaming it Yeah He like yo He's a dirty 50 was fucking with the dirty, bridge though He was fucking with the bridge He was fucking with Nas and he, was, he was with Nas Nas should have been the nigga He came out with So Nas put AZ on Nas should have put 50 on Yeah Nah he was with Nas first After Jam Master J You know we first heard When we first heard 50 He was on the Onyx album Damn. He was on Honest album. You Damn, know son. Where'd you find this? This is, this is another another weird flex that I could throw out there. That's because wow. I said, remember I said Jam Master J is my dad's, his mom yeah. and my dad's first yeah. cousin. He, 50 was with Jam Master J. He was signed to J. But he was on the Onyx album first. Yep, that's the first song we ever heard him I mean, on. I, mean, I wonder how many people know that. Not too many people. They, they didn't listen to that Onyx album. They never heard it. It was called React. That was the name of the song. He was on the React album. He was on the they had a video and all. Fifty was on it. It was they was playing hockey in the video. Fifty was on that shit. This is before How to Rob. 
He was on that, that React song. Before he was shot in the face. Before all that. Before Power of a Dollar. Yes. Before the mixtapes, any of that shit. He was on the Onyx album. So technically, if them niggas had a... They could have put 50 on. But 50 like, don't talk about these niggas. He nah. The only but thing he, you remember from him, 50. Him, him, him and Fredjo had words. You know, Fredjo said, supposedly, supposedly Fredjo, 50 whipped Fredjo ass. And Fredjo, Fredjo said, nah, it was me. I beat his ass. Sticky was speaking on it, though. Yeah. If you go back and watch the podcast with Sticky, he, he was, was like, ain't nobody going to do nothing yeah. to him because I'm there. Like, yeah, yeah. And I got... I got a slight history with with, 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 with Fredro. I did a song. I got a song with Fredro. Geronimo from Ride. Yeah. Y'all remember him? <laughs> I, I fuck you. See, that's... Ride. See, now, yeah, 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 yeah. See, now we announcing our age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But nah, like, uh, it's crazy because when 50 had his interviews, he don't mention... Nah, certain people you don't mention no more. Like, he... he they, he way bigger than them. Like, why mention them? You mentioned, listen, literally, when people think about 50, they 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 start from him getting signed with M. Yeah, they don't go back no further than that. Like, the casual fan don't go back no further than that shit. They don't know nothing about nothing else before that. You know what I'm saying? The casual fan don't. No. That's crazy. They don't talk about none of the Supreme the Supreme Team shit, the uh, Black Hand and Chaz. Because you know, you know what Chaz is? Nah. So so in um in New York, you know, you had so 50 story is crazy if you talk about the street shit in in New York. He's tied to Black Hand, which um that's a a notorious he was a notorious New York gangster, Chaz, Chaz Williams. Then Chaz and then you got Supreme 50 is attached to Supreme. His name is him and his Supreme name is going to be attached. 50's mentor, his big homie was was Black Just you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got all these Queens legends yeah. that 50 was attached to, and they all trying to get like, you know what I'm saying? They all attached to him. Then you got you got um uh old boy that's attached to Tupac's shooting, the first shooting. He's attached to the 50. He was the manager from um from New York. Uh damn. Wow. We got, when he got shot in big studios. Yeah. Yeah. 50's attached to him too. Like it's just like fifty name is attached to so many big name New York gangsters at that time. It's just crazy that he's still here, yo. You know what I'm saying? Fifty really went on. I would say fifty in the last in the in the last ten years, fifty got on some ball shit. He bossed up serious. Yeah, he bossed yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to fifty. We need to get him up here too. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Good, good um, luck with that. Yeah, it's uh. Shout out to 50, man. You know what I'm saying? We talking about coming from power of a dollar. Jimmy Hensman. That's who I was trying to name. Jimmy Hensman. Yeah. Get Richard Don trying. You got Lloyd. You got Tony. Tony, Tony Yeo still getting that money out of overseas. I know 50 be sending Uncle Murder and all of them overseas. Yeah. Getting that money. So when you thinking they ain't doing nothing, they doing something. Yeah. 50 still holding it down here. So, you know, but we're going to lead that up to another episode, man. Hey, listen, Stranger the Great, this is, hey, yo, this is by far the motherfucking best podcast, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Interview that I have had talking about 50 years of hip hop. You got any shout outs? Um, man, I think I shouted out a few people, but let me yeah. let me give a few more. Um, I gotta give a shout. Out. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce y'all too. I gotta give a shout out to my man Paul Masan, man. 
Shout out to Paul. He's one of my closest friends. You know, he do the podcast thing too. Yeah. He's uh I met Paul. He was he was in 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 the, in the scene too, doing his thing as an artist. Um, he used to be by himself a lot, but um, Paul, like he's one of those people that if you don't look at it, you would never know. Paul has did promotions for so many people in the industry. I'm talking about like a lot of big motherfuckers. He did a lot of promotions for a lot of people. Shout out to Paul. You know, Paul and Rise got history too. Me, Paul, Rise, go know? right back to Rise. A lot of a lot of uh. You know, a lot of promotion and shit right here in this city in Fairville. And industry niggas came. They didn't know who they was dealing with probably, but it was us. That's why Fairville should be on the map. It should, yo. It's weird shit. But shout out to Paul. Shout out to my man Barry Williams. Barry with Barry doing his thing with the um movies. He, just, you know he just dropped the movie. Yeah, shout out to Barry. Spin shout the out, block. Yeah, shout out to my man Huck again. Huck's Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Irv. Um, for sure, man. You know, shout out to everybody that 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 I used to uh, I used to work with here. Shout out to my um my family back in Bladen County, the Titans. You know, what I'm saying that was that's who I used to roll with back in the day. Um, I just wanted to, you know, what I'm saying I, I appreciate you, man. Um, I think um shout out to Liz. Yeah, fact. Shout out to Liz. She was the one who um who, who told me I needed to link with you and shit. So shout out to Liz. She a good. That's good people right there. You know, for what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, for certain, yo. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to have you on. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, man, there's so many stories to be told, you know, especially dealing with Fayetteville politics, the Fayetteville music industry scene. Uh, it's a lot, you know. Um, I ain't even asked you about Mike Tech, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we, we that's get, another one. Yeah, yeah we got to come, I gotta come <laughs> yeah, back. Because that's yeah. a whole history right yeah. there of the city's uh, frustrations. For sure. Yeah. You got Mike Tech, <laughs> Big Lean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like frustrations on from one station to the next station yeah. and the politics that come along that was with it. And, with. The, and the other artists that I could talk about, they probably don't want me to tell it, but I'm the best Fuck person it, to tell it. Fuck it, this uncensored. This it. They know me, I'm going to keep it a thousand. We know 104 was beefing with 99. Yeah, the the, the, the radio station I, was. I, For sure. Yeah. They was beefing. Yeah. Mike Tech, Vic Frost, beefing. Yeah. We know that, but that's for a different episode. We're going to have all of them up here. But listen, I need everybody to tap in to uncensored. You know what I'm saying? On the rise, uncensored, man. This is where a platform where you can come and you can tell your story. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck what you say, what you do. We just need the real shit. You know what I'm saying? I have my man Stranger the Great in the building with me. You know what I'm saying? One more time. We're going to give it up for him. I need everybody to uh, make sure you follow him. Tell him where to uh, follow you at one more time, bro. Um, Yeah. Um, Stranger the Great, man. It's S-T-R-A-N-G-A-T-H-E-G-R-E-A-T. At. At Stranger the Great on most platforms. And you already know how we going to rock it, right? So listen, until next episode, I need everybody to tap in, subscribe to the YouTube channel on the Rise TV, and also find and follow me on all social media platforms on uh, IG, Mozzie Bracken 18, and on Facebook, Maserati Santana. And you will find all these celebrity interviews. You will find all the independent interviews. Everything, everything, man. You already know what it is, man. But I am the celebrity guru, and you have been uncensored tonight, man. So we're going to lead this thing off with my man T.I. Some of y'all still ain't forgave yourself, but maybe tonight y'all will. You already know what it is. Until next time, next episode, love, peace, and happiness, baby. We out of here. Fuck that shit to go down, man. <laughs> you don't even know the 
Man, I've been in and out of trouble since I adolescent. Sport riding, dead fresh with no daddy present. I got two uncles, Quentin Man, and they keep me straight. Seven to eight, I'm counting money while they moving weight. My daddy sent me clothes and I was tell me come and see them. I say, I right, still I'm feeling like my mama need them. They sending letters home from school, nobody read mine. And plus, my uncle's doing 10 years fair time. Then I started rebelling, began crack selling. The littlest thing on the corner with a Mac 11. After school, I hear my mama holler homework. I say, all right, mom, but look, I got my own work. Start interacting with fiends at the age of 13. Now my mama finding rocks in my socks, glocks in my toy box. Damn, like, damn, why trouble come to me like this? But on the real, ain't even have to be like this. But mistakes made on this road to wealth. Still ain't forgave myself. Hey, what I am today, I made myself. But I still ain't forgave myself. But running to the grave, getting closer to death. I still ain't forgave myself. But anyone who ever wondered how I felt, I still ain't forgave myself. At 14, man, thought I knew everything. I'm slinging slabs, trapped in hard, moving heavy cane. I bought an 85 cutlass on some Dana Dane. Now I'm the shit, huh? The motor blew in 30 days. Hard-headed, man, I ain't listening to anything. I'm getting money, so I'm writing. I got plenty game. Besides, why I need school? I'm going to be rapping, mama. If down work, I guess I'm going to be trapping, mama. But hey, I promise I'm going to make it, because I'm damn good. I'm going to get us out this hood and off these can good. School just a white man game, and it's ran good. At 16, here's my introduction to manhood. Blue lights behind me, damn, what I'm gonna do Cause I got two pounds of weed in the car and a 382 I guess everything will be alright if I just keep it cool How you doing, officer? What you mean, why I ain't in school? Can you search the car? Yeah, but I'd rather that you didn't Besides, it's just a waste of your time because ain't nothing in it I guess that's when I seen that I ain't no shit When stuck in a place where freedom I ain't gonna get Damn, mistakes made on this road to wealth I still ain't forgave myself what I am today, I made myself, but I still ain't forgave myself. Guess these the chances you can take when dealt the cards I was dealt, but I still ain't forgave myself. For anybody who ever done wondered how I felt, I still ain't forgave myself. Out of all the niggas I was with when I was doing wrong, three in the bed, one doing life, and two dead and gone. Knew it was more to life than selling, blowing, chopper busting. But what's the good in knowing better if I ain't tell them nothing? I know I could have told Cap not to kill, shout Put down the gun, get in the car, let them live, shout You probably get locked up, and I probably have a deal, shout Nah, I ain't scared, I'm just telling you like a deal, shout Could have told him Dan Quentin Kerm and your cup was blown. Leave that country town alone, y'all need to come back home. Bankhead and J. Rue, I just feel like if I was with them, they never would have got killed at night if I was with them. Seemed like I could have done more, said more. While my partners gotta be dead in the feds, folks. All the time, I just wish that y'all could ball with me. Sometimes at night, I close my eyes and dream that y'all with me. Damn. And even though they say I can't blame myself, I still ain't forgave myself for all the mistakes that we made on this road to wealth. I still ain't forgave myself. What I am today, I made myself. But I still ain't forgave myself. For anybody, whoever wanted how I felt, I still ain't forgave myself. Yeah, they say I can't blame myself. But I still ain't forgave myself. For the mistakes made on this road to wealth, I still ain't forgave myself. Cause these are chances that you take when dealt the cards I was dealt. But I still ain't forgave myself. For anybody who ever wondered how I felt, anybody who ever wondered what's wrong.
316s or what's in the heart of TIP. This song is dedicated to everybody who ain't here with me. Cal, damn, fucked up, y'all. But when you get out, if I live to see it, you gonna be on again, you know what I'm saying? And we ain't gotta worry about going to jail, y'all. We legit now, you know what I'm saying? Kern, Quint, Enday, y'all gonna get out, man. And when, I, and when you do, I'll be here, y'all. Always. Bankhead, J. Root. I'm sorry, man. Some shit I can't change. But when I get up there, we gon' ball again. Open the gate, shout out. Let me in. We gon' ball. J. Root, man. I know money ain't worth a friend, shout I fucked up bad, man. And I still ain't forgave myself. My mama, I'm sorry I ain't graduate. But hell, we rich now. It don't matter. My uncles. Shit, it don't matter neither. Y'all back. But hell, my little boy, you better not do the same shit I did. I'ma whoop your motherfucking ass.